The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Up Tempo Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Smith, joined by the Mobile legend, Blake Lane. And we are here tonight with another special guest, uh, return of our man, Jay Phillips. A lot of stuff going on the last 24, 48 hours, man. Transfer portal, all kind of rumors, buzz. Uh, Bruce Pearl's out there on the recruiting trail. Um, just a lot of stuff to get into, man. We want to get your thoughts on how this season ended. Uh, we talked to you right before the tournament started. I think we made a pretty good show in all things considered, man. Um, obviously, the second half kind of broke our heart. But mm. looking back at it, I think this is one of Bruce Pearl's best um, – overall coaching jobs for what he did with this roster mm-hmm. finding a way to get in and get in there and win a tournament game man so we just kind of want to chop it up with you and and uh see what get your thoughts on that brother yeah and you know in terms of the tournament i feel like it's pretty much what we kind of predicted would happen for the most part i feel like we were all a little bit more hopeful and putting together a little bit of a run the last time we talked but mm-hmm. auburn didn't you know i know a bunch of people were disappointed after the loss but it wasn't a disappointing run in the sense that yeah. upsetting Houston with their guards playing the way they did in that second half was just not <laughs> going to happen for Auburn. Not that team anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. Jay, Jay, man, I, I got to ask you, uh, you know, the performance that we did see against Houston, but uh, let's go back to game one, man, that Iowa game. Uh, can you just talk a little bit about that performance and uh, just the overall season that Auburn had, the job that Bruce did, and uh, just to when everybody counted you out and a lot of people were calling you an NIT team, uh, mm-hmm. just for you to get to the round of 32, I mean, how how big was that for this program? Yeah, I think it's a good sign. You know, it shows that the floor has definitely – raised as well as Mm. the expectations but uh the iowa game yeah that was great you know it was definitely Mm -hmm. um one of auburn's best games of the season you know they were shooting well defending well just really did everything that iowa didn't want them to do in that game but at the same time you know that sec tournament was a little less than what what i hope to see from them and i think that a better showing there you know maybe could have prevented that houston second round matchup. Uh, so there's some give and take. And that's one of the reasons that I think this roster does need such a big shakeup this off season. And, you know, I, I don't think it needs as big of one as it's probably going to get, but mm. if Auburn plays its cards, right, you know, they can really shore up some of those holes and hopefully not have some of those problems that really just derailed this team and kept them as good as they could be from winning mm-hmm. some winnable games. Well, Jay, man, uh, you know, we've already seen two two guys enter the portal. Uh, Yoan Treor, Chance Westry. A lot of people seemed heartbroken over Chance, uh, and we all know the potential that he had. Uh, but Johan was pretty much expected to enter. Uh, I know a lot of people kind of saw the writing on the wall with him. Uh, but, man, could you just talk about those two guys and uh, and – is there possibly any more guys that could follow them to into the transfer portal? Yeah, you know, Yoan is one that we all saw coming. I was hoping that maybe he would stick it out. It kind of almost felt like hoping that a fringe draft pick would stick it out. But, you know, mm-hmm. it was just would have been great to see him develop and take that next step at Auburn, but not surprised he's not going to do it. Chance Westry, though, I, I saw the notification and I was like, oh, Tipton just tweeted like he must have tweeted the Johan tweet again or something like that. 
like double take chance westry you know it, that was just completely yeah. i did not expect it you know i thought chance westry a week ago was all but confirming that he was going to return quote tweeting reporters who were saying chance westry was going to return and mm-hmm. you know whatever you know something something happened that you know whatever flipped the switch but I like Chance Westry. I think he could have had a lot of potential, but a lot of his potential is, you know, just that. And he uh, mm-hmm. he looked good against some of those subpar Israel teams, but so did Yoan. Mm-hmm. And neither of them, you know, Yoan showed some solid flashes, but you know, Westry just he got beat on defense a lot when he got in the game on college, and that was supposed to be a strong suit. And you know, he wasn't contributing as a three point shooter, which was Auburn's weakness and i'm not trying to knock on westry or anything i'm just saying that auburn you know he didn't fill those needs for auburn and so i'm not surprised that maybe he saw the writing on the wall too is Mm -hmm. auburn's going to go out and get these six five shooters out or they want to go out and get these six five shooters out of the portal those guys are going to play over me unless you know i don't know if auburn told him he wasn't going to start or what the case was there but in in hindsight it's not a big surprise and i think that at the same time you know you're seeing Auburn recruit just about everyone. And I think that depending on who they start to get some good interest in the portal, you might see some of these other guys mm-hmm. enter, you know, some of these other Auburn players follow Westry and Treyor into the mm-hmm. portal just because they've been recruited over, you know, if mm-hmm. Auburn lands, they've got what, like 12 or 13 offer or not offers, but contacts out with uh, yeah. transfers we know of already. If they land, two or three guards, mm-hmm. does that push Katie Johnson out? Does that push, you know, yeah. does that yeah. they land some 6'5 wing transfer? Is Alan Flanagan just going to go ahead and put his name in the draft and leave mm-hmm. Auburn? You know, I think that definitely could push some guys around, but I don't know if any of these guys at this point are just going to put their names in the portal before Auburn gets some momentum with someone else but it does seem like Bruce Pearl is full steam ahead recruiting. That was my thing, Jay, is is everybody started like kind of panicking on social media and was like, no chance. Uh, The potential was there. And I just kind of said like, hey, here come the overreactions. Let's be patient. Uh, The season hasn't even ended yet uh, in college basketball. We still got another weekend to play uh, and and you got a final four to, to watch this weekend. So, uh, Bruce Pearl let him do his job, and and I know he has Auburn's best interest. And man, you know, you mentioned Alan Flanagan, and that is one of the the guys that I would c- kind of like to see come back. Uh, him and Jalen Williams has is there anything uh, going on there? Will they maybe stay, or are they are they more than likely headed out? You know, Jalen Williams, I feel like he. Yeah, I'd almost be surprised if he's not at Auburn next year just because he mm. seems to really like Auburn, seems to, you know, it seems to be a reciprocal thing as well. Auburn and the coaching staff like Jalen a lot. and He and his family seem to really like Auburn. So, you know, I could kind of see him coming back in the same sense that, you know, the first time that he was going to kind of be the the keystone player or whatever, then Auburn got Jabari and he was fine with it. So I would almost not be surprised if Auburn gets another forward in and Jalen's fine with it, whether he's starting or not. I don't know, but that's my thoughts on that. Uh, Alan Flanagan though, he's what I can't remember if he's put his name into the draft once or twice now, Yeah, but you know, either way he might be at his limit if he puts it in again, I'm not sure, but 
I could see him, you know, just especially if Auburn does get somebody who might compete with him minutes wise, I would completely understand if he's just going to take it because he is an amazing athlete. And I think that at the very least he'd get a two-way contract if he put his name in, but I don't know. I'd love to see him return though. Cause I was putting some of the stats on Twitter over the last, you know, five and eight games mm-hmm. of the season. He was just extremely good, you know, 14 points, six rebounds, two assists a game kind of thing, turning the ball over less than he was, you know, positive assist to turnover ratio and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'd love to see him carry that momentum, that athleticism that he's starting to get back under him and stuff. It'd be nice. He deserves it too kind of thing. You know, he's Absolutely. taking a lot of flack, but I feel like he really could, especially if Auburn gets to a situation where he's not having to do too much. Put him in Absolutely. Malik Dunbar role, a little expanded Malik Dunbar role. Yeah. He could really excel. Yeah, I I, I love it, Jay. I love it. Uh, I, I really want – uh, Flan to make his way back to the plains, man. Uh, that is one I'm I'm really hoping for. Uh, Dustin, I know you have a lot that you want to get off your chest, and uh, I'm gonna hand it over to you, brother. Jay, when we look at let's look at some of these guards that we're talking to right now. I want to talk about uh, Denver Jones specifically, and I think that Justin Hokins has said something on uh, Auburn Live where I thought it was the best thing to kind of remember with all this. Uh, he's just a lot of moving parts, right? Like mm-hmm. if you get a guy mm-hmm. like Denver Jones, like you said, then where does, where does KD go? Um, where the, what uh, are you, the guy from Rice, you know, I don't have his name wrote down, but uh, he's a point guard, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, was it Quincy Oliveri? That sounds right. It was a, it was yep. a name like that. Yeah. Um, and Blake will love it because Blake's been all about trying to upgrade size at the guard <laughs> position. Um, you better, but <laughs> but you a better. guy like Aiden, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, I mean, a, a guy like Aiden, six four, shot twenty points a game, shot forty seven percent from the field, thirty seven percent from three point. Um, I believe Bruce has already met with him. I'm not sure. And then uh, I know that his visit is on April eighth, which is a day, his official visit. Um, mm-hmm. What do you like our chances with a guy like this? And just you know, kind of like you like you mentioned. Another question too, I have with this. Do you think do you think Trey could Trey might look to go elsewhere? Because because I obviously I, I want Trey to stay. I think that the mm. potential is there. Um, but if we land some of these guys and the, and then maybe if Wynn stays, does Trey yeah. say, okay, well now this room is crowded. I've shown I can play a little bit. I mean, or is it just all kind of seems like it's up in the air when I say it out loud, bro? <laughs> no, yeah, I completely understand. It does. It, it you know it is. Who knows what'll happen? Kind of thing. If they do get some of these guys, I'm sure they're going to try and recruit. Trey to stay or Wendell to stay depending on who they get. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think that it's just going to be like you're saying, it's going to kind of be a domino effect to an extent. If this happens and then this happens, then Trey will probably stay. If Mm -hmm. this happens and this happens, he might leave, but uh, (laughs) it'd be nice to keep him. I would, especially at this point, you know, you're going to look like Trey's the last member of that high school class for Auburn and getting those guys in and out so fast would just be, pretty disappointing since they all had you know high ceilings and they were fun mm-hmm. commits to get and stuff like that but you got to think that if Auburn's pushing any of those guys out whether it be Trey or Wendell it means they're getting somebody legit from the portal that is probably going to start over those guys too so hmm. and you know I I don't know if you guys watched the McDonald's All-American yeah that was my next question that was my next question, that was my next question for you. Killing it too so yeah yeah I don't know who's going to be you know, necessarily eating out of his minutes at this point. 
and he does have some defensive problems and stuff like that. But man, he was just they didn't play him much because he didn't have the big name and whatever and the five star whatever. But dude looked like the best player on the court when he got in a groove. What was interesting was we're sitting here talking about this, and then Wynn was quote tweeting the tweets yeah. about Aiden yeah. and was saying this yep. kid's fire and all this kind of stuff. So it's mm-hmm. like I see these rumors about when maybe want to go and I see that. And it's just like, man, I don't, yeah. um, it, it's, it's so crazy. But when you look at just Auburn, Auburn basketball, the official account had to delete the tweet, right. Of chance. Cause mm-hmm. it was, mm. it, they put it out. He's coming back. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I had read where, um, the staff was kind of blindsided by this with chance, right. Where they really, and you, you, you mentioned it. They just didn't, no one expected this. We were all, we were all thinking he was coming back. Um, and I hate to accuse anybody of tampering or whatever. You think there was maybe like an NIL call in there? Or do you think, do you, do you, my question is, do you think that something like, like fast changed? Or do you think this was something that was always kind of in the back of Chance's mind? And I'm not saying that he, he lied and wasn't upfront mm-hmm. and honest, but like, do you think maybe this was always kind of in there or, it, or somebody, somebody hit him up and it's, you know, okay. You know, with all the ways that, players have handlers and agents and stuff like that. Now I feel like there's plenty of ways to tamper without breaking any rules, like, you Mm -hmm. know, any written rules per se. So nothing, something like that never surprises me. Uh, You hear about it happening. You see players committing within a day or two of entering the portal or something like that. And yeah, maybe their dream school offered them or something too, but you know, it's, it's hard to believe that nothing goes on behind the scenes and, I'd say that for, you know, anybody that's college basketball recruiting. It's always been a little bit shady, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. And, you know, I, I feel like it could also be just something like Chance Westry was thinking that, you know, based on the past season that he was going to be a, a starter and, you know, he's seeing all these guys they're contacting and he just, he goes and tells them, you know, mm. maybe just something over the past week since the season's really been over. He's been on social media. Who knows? You know, it's you're dealing with a however <laughs> what you know, whatever age Chance Westry is, a kid who played at three or four different high schools, you know, or two or three, however many high schools he played at. These high these, you know, yeah. high end yeah. top tier college basketball recruits, they all switch summer league teams every year to go play with their friends and mm-hmm. stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's part of the it's it's part of the norm, I guess. Do you ever see any regulation for this man, like in the game overall? Because I mean, it's in a way, it's fun, you know. Looking at all these names, and, and every time a guy enters a portal, there people like Pablo, or hey, man, you're an Auburn. Type. It it's fun and all that, but at the same time, it's like, and this you see this a lot. Uh, a lot of football coaches are talking about how all of a sudden the NFL is an easier job than a college job. Um, do you, do you think that this is kind of, there's gotta be some regulation, you know, where it's like, I, I don't know how, I don't even know where it would start, but this is just madness, man. Do you see that somebody stepping in and saying, okay, we've got to, we've got to tone, tone a little bit of this down. Yeah. I think the biggest problem now in terms of, or the biggest hurdle now in terms of all that is the waiver stuff with the NCAA, because these guys are only supposed to be able to transfer one time before they graduate without needing a waiver. And ever since COVID, you know, the NCAA has just been, Oh, you're asking for a waiver. You get it. So I think if they Mm -hmm. tone that down, you'll, you know, you're still going to get that initial wave of first time transfers every year, but it's not going to be, 
you know, you're, it's going to be harder for coaches to recruit over guys and it's going to be harder for guys to just put their name in the portal mm-hmm. or, you know, they can put their name into the portal, but you're going to get back into the sit, you know, the sit and play guys, which were always a, you know, you want the great ones in that case, but outside of that, it's kind of hard to take those guys. But would, I think that would be a way to slow it down just a little. Hmm. Well, Jay, let me ask you this, man. Um, we look at the final four real quick. I know this is kind of away from Auburn, but uh, do you think the transfer portal has actually helped the parity in college basketball? Because we see San Diego State, yeah. and, I, and I know they've been a winning program, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, they reached the final four, you know, and, and just, uh, uh, you know, Miami getting there. I mean, that that's amazing to see. Uh, and, and I think that's the furthest that they've ever been. So uh, we're used to seeing the UConn there, but uh, it, it just, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm okay with the transfer portal. I, like you said, I think they need to clean a couple things up, but I do love how it has created from top to bottom. Uh, you know, you look at a, 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 the schools like St. Peter's last year, just just making a run, and and then those guys getting their opportunity to transfer out to bigger schools and everything. Uh, just give me your thoughts on that, man. No, yeah, I'm with you too. I think it's fun. I like the parity, and I like you know college basketball. The NCAA tournament that is has always had pretty good parity, but mm-hmm. you know you're seeing it more and more. Seeing the you know the 15 and two upsets and stuff like that are just mm-hmm. becoming common, and I think it's fun. Uh, you know, I think it makes sense for everybody, especially in college basketball. There's so many teams that, you know, and so many teams that have a chance to make the NCAA tournament. You can be a down transfer from an SEC program and you don't have to feel like you're going to play for a school that will never make it on ESPN or something like that. So, yep. or, you know, there's not just the UCF and Boise's that are taking those guys. It's you know, there's 20 or 30 schools out there that where you feel like you can go make the NCAA tournament at that aren't high major mm-hmm. or whatever. So I like it. You know, it's fun. Yeah, man, I, I love it as well. Uh, it, it's been a blast. I, You know, um, I think this has been one of the best NCAA tournaments that we have ever yeah. gotten to see. Uh, yeah. Just just seeing a team like Princeton go on the run that they went on and, and just, uh, you know, San Diego State just absolutely giving uh, that school across the state the business, you know. <laughs> oh, they want uh, playoffs now. They said um, that they yeah. said that they, they want three-game playoffs now because the, uh, the best team doesn't, you know, gets out in the NCAA tournament too much, according to Bama fans. Yeah. Jay, you you called it, man. The last time you were on here, you said that they were going to run into a team like that, and you said that you had you had some worries about how Alabama shoots the three ball, and and uh, and they didn't shoot it well that night, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's I, I think it's been a great tournament to watch. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I think you know, saying on Alabama, they were a really good team this season, but I think that this tournament especially showed that the SEC was just kind of like we were talking about last time. It was a down year for the SEC. Alabama was still great. That's why they dominated the SEC. But everybody else just, you know, their stats were still inflated and their dominance was a little bit inflated. And that's not something they could have avoided, but something that, you know, looking at the stats, looking at the SEC being the literal worst three-point shooting team in the or a conference in the country, 
having its worst ever shooting season in conference history. It's like, mm. so yeah, of course the team that can shoot well and defend is just going to, you know, dominate. And, yep. you know, it was, they had, they had trouble with South Carolina there at the end. They had trouble with Auburn that, you know, a bunch of teams gave them trouble at the end. And I think that, that was why, you know, you get, you get a team like San Diego state and they can give you trouble. Big physical guards, man. Yeah, uh, man. Bruce, Bruce, if you if you're listening, man, big <laughs> physical guards, six four, yeah. six five. You know, we want to see it. Mention uh, Damian Dunn at a Temple is another pretty big physical guard that Auburn's been pretty uh, into as well. I think that he'd make a pretty good fit. Could also be one of those that makes a couple players think about it. Mm, love that. If um, I asked you about the I asked you about the big guards. Let's let's say that Jalen goes pro, right? Or you know whatever. But um, let's say Jalen decides to leave, and that opens up a spot there at the, at the four. Um, are there some big guys out there? Like, uh, there's some some trees out there that we're going after. And then let's say that we get a big guy that can play the five spot. Do you think that we could see Janai move to the four? Yeah, I know when they recruited Janai, they you know they pitched him on the ability mm-hmm. to play him at the four and the five, especially with his developing shot. I could see some of that happening. Uh, I know they contacted one of the TCU big men. He's sort of like a four or five as well. I think uh, yeah. Eddie Lumpkin, is that his name? I feel like that might not be his name, but either way, TCU big man. Uh, I believe that we're also in contact with uh, Jaquan Walton, who just committed to Alabama, but he had some academic kind of De- Desi Sills-ish Oh, okay. Uh, not having a major right. matchup at Auburn and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think it's something that Alabama is going to have to deal with as well, but that they're just going to bite the bullet on, I guess. But he was another one. So I'm sure there's more feelers out there. You know, we don't get every single <laughs> yeah, yeah. contacted. You know, Tipton only gets what he gets and Slater and all those <laughs> other guys. So I'm sure there's some other feelers out there. So we'll see. And then, you know, you always got this, uh, you know, you got – all these postseason tournaments are about to end, so get a few more guys considering, and then you'll have the NBA draft dropouts too. I always like having a spot open around that time, so you know you get some guys who are fringe draft picks coming back in. Mm-hmm. They want to go somewhere for one year and show their stuff. You know, maybe you can get one of those yeah, really mm-hmm. good, like you know, Janai Brown type mid-major transfers to come up and give you one year before. You get this big 2024 class in too. Might not oh. be a bad. One idea. thing I've noticed is one thing I've noticed with these a lot of these guards that we're after is they have like one year at the max, two years left of eligibility, right. and I and you got to think that's because you've got these two studs coming in mm-hmm. in the next class. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I think uh, that's a big. It, it, just kind of looking at it, it looks like Bruce is saying, "Hey, we want to improve the guards, but I got these two guys coming in." And, you know, it's yeah. all – we're just waiting on – just come on, LeBaron, just get here, baby. And yeah, here. you know, depending on who Auburn gets – and sorry about the noise, but depending on who oh, Auburn yeah. gets in this uh, in this transfer portal recruiting cycle, mm-hmm. it kind of feels like their top priority needs to be 2024 either way. Yes. Because no matter who you get in this one, your chances of doing something really special – probably going to multiply when those two five-star guards get onto campus because, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you can get some, you know, if you can build a good core out of this current class, you know, get five or six guys that are going to 
for sure return to that team and add those two five stars and you know Peyton Marshall and whoever else ends up yeah. joining them. That's gonna be a scary team right there. And yeah, so you know you don't want to you don't want to take up too many spots there too because you know who knows maybe they can get somebody else to convince one of those five stars they're going to be doing all these camps with and stuff to join them up over there too. So got to take that 2024 class into account with everything. Yeah. Mm. Well, Jay, let me ask you something real quick, man. Um, I got to ask this question last night and I was kind of puzzled. And, and I wanted to ask you, what are your, what are your expectations for next season? And I know it's super early, but everything just swirling around the program right now, uh, you know, the transfer portal and everything. uh, What should Auburn fans uh, fully expect next season in the jungle? You know, I think that you have that baseline expectation. Like we were saying, Auburn's going to be competitive. They're going to have talent. They're going to be fun to watch. You know, just the things that you expect under Bruce Pearl. But in terms of like wins and stuff like that, that's going to be heavily dependent on what happens, of course, over these next couple of weeks and months and who joins and who leaves the team. But, you know, I think that an NCAA tournament team is going to be expected no matter what uh, should be. And, I don't necessarily, you know, if Auburn keeps the majority of guys that are still here and maybe adds one of these bigger guards, I think that a top half of the SEC, you know, maybe truly contending for that fourth seed in the SEC, depending on how everything else in the SEC shakes out too, is something that can be, you know, sort of like a goal Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe getting to the sweet 16, but I don't think, that they're necessarily going to be a championship caliber team in terms of, you know, national championship expectations if they don't make any insane additions or anything like that. I think that, you know, you expect them to compete, to play well, maybe win a couple of games in the NCAA, hopefully win a couple of games in the NCAA tournament, but you're mainly sort of building some of that experience up for that coming season as well. You know, you want to see, I think in terms of goals and stuff like that, you want to see Aiden Holloway and some of those guys that you're confident that are going to return uh, playing well, contributing, and you know looking like they're going to be very significant pieces of that next team as well. So I think that you know this team might be more of a long run haul, but I think they're still going to have a lot of fun parts. You know, no matter who mm-hmm. happens, what happens, but uh, yeah, very least I'm. I'm going to expect a couple of NCAA tournament wins and, you know, a good regular season, but maybe nothing great. Mm. Well, hey, I love it, man. I respect I it. Changes, man, you know, if they add, get two or three <laughs> yeah. of these guards, you know, maybe yeah. you get another elite big man in that portal. Who knows? You know, they could be really yeah. good, but got some work to do to get there, I think. Yeah, that that was my that was my message, man, earlier, like I said, is uh, just trust Bruce Pearl. Uh, yeah. I, I think – I, I think uh, that we're we're in such good hands. Everything that he has done uh, since he has gotten on the planes, uh, it, in my opinion, he's one of the greatest things that ever happened to the entire university. So, um, Dustin, before we wrap this thing up, man, I know I, I always give you your final thoughts, man. What you got tonight? Yes, sir. Uh, appreciate you being on with us, Jay. And uh, yeah, of course. all the good work you do over there at Auburn Live, man. Everybody go check Jay out and read his work. Um, 
and follow him on Twitter because he's it's snappy, man. He's he's up with it. He's gonna let you know what's going on quick. So great follow on Twitter. You see his at right there. Yeah, no, it's the truth, buddy. You do a good job. Um, we're kind of here at the show, man. We're kind of uh, experimenting with some things uh, here in a couple of weeks. Probably we're gonna start doing a midweek show. Um, guys, shoot us like shoot us DMs, comment underneath us. Uh, like give give us some ideas for names, stuff like that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. but kind of our goal with that is going to be uh. You know, we've got the midweek baseball games, and we always want to do review that. Y'all know we're going to pump love into the baseball program. But just kind of check in with you guys in the middle of the week and touch on everything that's going on with Auburn because, I mean, you see it this week, man. Things are constantly popping. So um, just be on the lookout for that, and y'all know the deal, man. I mean, hit that like button, smash that thumbs up for us, uh, subscribe. We're always pumping out the Auburn content. We're not going to stop. We're only going up. Appreciate all the love you guys give us. Jay, you got your final thoughts, man. Anything you want to get off your chest? I don't know, man. <laughs> nothing, nothing too much that I haven't already said. Yeah. You know, just really hoping this portal stuff shakes out, gets Auburn some fun stuff, and that you know they can really compete for some of those top guys. Yeah, man. Hey, I love it, uh, Jay. We appreciate you, man. Uh, we we just love your content, everything you do for Auburn basketball, uh, all the tweets, all the articles, man. We love it. Uh, keep working hard, and we appreciate you joining us. And with that, we are going to get out of here. To everybody, war damn eagle, and we will catch you on the next one. We're out.